How are you guys saying? Great. Woo! Great. <laughs> so, love. Come on. Don't know much about love. <clears throat> Only have been single for about seven years now, eight years. I love it, don't get me wrong. You know, nobody, don't gotta call nobody. Tell them where I'm at. Amen. No fights. Yeah, it's only my mom thinks she know. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah. But, the love of God has taught me so much. How many of you guys have felt the love of God? Amen. How many of you guys? Let's just give glory to God. Because love God, we give you glory. We give you honor. Your love is like no other. Your love changes. It changes people. It changes situations. It, it creates miracles, God. Your love breaks chains. It brings healing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. <clears throat> so, this year, I went to, thanks to Mero and Kevin, um, we were, Dini and I were able to go to Jesus Culture Conference. Um, I was able to, have, if you guys have never listened to Crystal Black, you're missing out. Um, so I was, she came out, she's a super amazing woman of God, and she said something that stood to me, and I was like, okay, I'm ready for this. And as we were talking about these classes <laughs> with the board, <clears throat> and I saw love, and what it meant, and what we were gonna talk about, I was like, I wanna hear this class. But I didn't say anything. And later on, it was given to me. So glory to God. But she said something that I'm going to also tell you guys. <clears throat> so we've heard about grace. We've heard about honoring each other. Um, Kevin gave this amazing sermon that I will never forget for the rest of my life. Um, but this here, <clears throat> it's about your inner healing. Okay? It's about your inner healing. There's a lot of things that we have not dealt with in a long time because we don't want to deal with them. Because we just want to put them on the side. So we're going to go on a, a most of you guys know I like to go on a journey. So we're going to go on a journey today. Um, what is love? The definition is an intense feeling of deep affection. Then the sentence, you know how it has a sentence, an example. Babies fill parents with intense feelings of love. Babies fill parents with intense feelings of love. For parents here, you guys know how that feels like, surely? Everybody else that's parents. Um, love is an unrelenting emotion or passion and or passion that you express to someone. So you express to your wife, to your husband, a friend, a brother, whatever, 
a love that you have for them. And any moment that you can, you just express that love to them. And you tell them how much that you love them. Beautiful, right? Amen. Butterflies and flowers and unicorns and everything. <clears throat> but the Father's love is way more than that. To the Father, love is limitless. Amen? Amen. Love is actually not a feeling. Okay? I want you to pay really close attention to this. Love is not a feeling. It's not an emotion. It's not something that you feel. <clears throat> to God, love is an entity. Did I say that right? Yeah. Love is an entity in itself. The definition of entity is a thing with distinct and independent existence. Meaning that love is itself. Love is a thing. It's not an emotion. It's not something that you feel. It's not something that just comes out. It's something that exists. It's something real. It's something tangible that you can touch, that you can hold. That's what love is. It's something tangible. Amen, everyone's with you? Amen. So if we go back, babies fill parents with intense feelings of love. Babies, meaning us, the children, fill parents, meaning the father, with love. Not a feeling, but something tangible. Some of you here grew up without a father. <clears throat> And for you and everybody else, I want you to know that your father is proud of you. Hallelujah. Amen. Your father is deeply proud of everything that you've done up to this point. You have accomplished so much. And if your dad or if your mom have never said that I am proud of you, your father is telling you today, son, daughter, I am proud Amen. of what you have done. And I need you to understand that. I need you to see when Kevin said that the father looks down, he looks down at you because he is proud of what you have done. He is proud of where you are. He is proud of what you do. It doesn't matter what has happened or whatever. He's proud of you. He loves you Amen. with that tangible love. Amen? Amen. The father is madly in love with you. And I'm going to talk about love the whole thing because it is called love, right? The Father is madly in love with you. He is crazy in love with you. The Father wants to spend every second of the day with you. With you being aware that He's there. Because the Father never leaves. The Father is always there. Our awareness turns somewhere else. But that does not mean that the Father has left. That only means that our awareness is on something else, and it's okay. It's fine. You know, we have school, work, homework, etc. But the moment that we turn our awareness into God, we feel that love. Amen? God's biggest desire... God's biggest desire 
is to be close to you. It's to be right next to you. There is just so much more that God wants for you in that moment that he is with you, that your awareness is turned to him. He wants to know everything about you. God wants to know everything about you. So you're thinking, well, God already knows everything about me because he knows it all. Yeah. But God wants to hear your voice. God wants to hear your voice. He wants to listen to you closely. He wants you to tell him how your day was. He wants you to tell him what's going on, what has happened, what's going to happen. He just wants to hear your voice. He just wants to be close to you. Amen? Amen. <clears throat> so, next thing I'm talking about, it, it's called, How Does the Father See Me? How Does the Father See Me? Let's go to Revelations chapter 1. Amen. Once you guys are there. Amen. And we're going to read verse 12 to 18. Revelation chapter 1, verse 12. <clears throat> Everyone's there, amen? Amen. Alright, so verse 12 reads, When I turned to see who was speaking to me, I saw seven gold lampstands. And standing in the middle of the lampstands was someone like the Son of Man. He was wearing a long robe with a gold sash across his chest. His head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like flames of fire. His feet were like polished bronze refined in a furnace, in a furnace and his voice thundered like mighty ocean waves. He held seven stars in his right hand, and a sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth, and his face was like the sun in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as if I were dead, but he laid his right hand on me and said, Don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I died, but look. I am alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death and the grave. Amen? Amen. So it was amazing that Kevin read this verse yesterday, um, and he talked a little bit about it. And I was like, man, he used my verse. <laughs> but it was great. So, he is on fire for you. And there it says that his eyes are fired, and, and they were just looking, he was looking at John, right? John was just there, and I could just imagine what John was going through in that, in that moment right there. It was insane what was happening. And I could just imagine what was going through his mind, through his heart, through everything that he just decided to throw himself. He didn't even choose to do it. It just happened because he couldn't take it. He couldn't take what was going on. So, when, when he went down and he laid on the floor, um, verse, sorry, 
on verse 17, it says, When I saw him fell at his feet as if I were dead, but he laid his right hand on me and said, Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Let's go to Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25, verse 32. Amen when you're there. Amen. All right, and 32 it says, All the nations will be gathered in his presence, and he will separate the people as, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. Did you guys catch that? He will place the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. In, in Revelations, it says that he, that, that he placed his right hand on John. So Jackie, when you were going through that whole thing, he placed his right hand on you, marking you as his sheep. When God comes down, when he comes down from the throne, he puts his right hand on you because you are his sheep. You are chosen. You are forever Hallelujah. His. Nothing and nobody will ever separate you from Him. You are forever His. Yes. Amen? Amen? Forever His. Nothing will change that. Nothing will change that. That is His love. You are forever His. He also says, don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. Jackie, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. The Father will come down and you will experience something that you have never experienced before. But it is the Father showing you a different kind of way of how much He loves you. Of how much He cares for you. See, for us, our love, it comes because of experiences. Right? We love somebody because we experienced some, something with them. But with God, He loves because He created you. Hallelujah. He loves because He created this earth for you. He created everything for you. Because He was thinking about you. Something that I love to say is that He came down and He Himself grabbed and started to create your arms and your legs and your eyes and He breathed into you and He gave you life. Why? Because He loves you. Amen? <clears throat> so, He was just reassuring to John that he was part of him that he has been chosen that he is his sheep, his sheep. yesterday when we, when we were here still singing Pancho was singing a um, song at the end and it says um, <clears throat> I'm not going to sing it but it says I don't want to talk about you like you're not in the room um, I want to look right at you I want to sing right to you. God sings that song to you. See, He talks about you in heaven. And He knows that you are in heaven. So he's, He doesn't say, you know, I'm talking about you with, you know, with Jesus and with 
the Holy Spirit and the angels and everybody else. Like if you're not here, oh look what he's doing down there. Look what she's doing down No, you're there with him. Because he grabbed you and he brought you and he sat you next to him. And that's where we are. So he sings it to you. He's, he, he talks about you. And he knows that you are there right beside him. Because he's deeply in love with you. Amen? I want to say that this was the first year we had our retreat in Big Bear. Leslie had a vision. Um, and um, well, she did an exercise, actually, and she saw her a house and she walked into a house most of you guys heard this already but for those that didn't she walked into this house and she started picturing this beautiful home this two-story or three-story two-story home and she went up the first stairs right and she was in the second floor looking around and then she opened the door and there were stairs there to the attic and when she opened the door she stood there and she looked up and, and there was like, it was cloudy, Leslie, towards the top, right? Something like that. Well, what she saw, what I want to say is that she saw when he put his foot down and was coming to her. And she saw that from here and up, it was a white, beautiful robe, right? But from here down, it was dirty, right? As he was coming down to her. So see, earlier, uh, David was, was singing us the song, like, what other king leaves his throne? He does. He leaves his throne to come to you. He left his throne when he came and died on the cross and gave his life for you. He dirtied himself with the sin that we had and he just took it all and he got dirty and he died and, and then he went back to heaven. But because of that, he leaves his throne every single second of the day to come down and be with you. But at the same time, we are also there with him. How do I explain it? I don't know, so just go with it. <laughs> um, so I was thinking John was in this place by himself and then this person this thing this whatever came up to him and started talking to him and as he turned he saw and he went down on his feet what causes that? what causes for the for, for that moment to happen. And we know that John was very close to Jesus, right? Like he was always there beside him. He was always close to him. And, and I, I want to say, and I was talking to Andrew about this last night, is that that intimacy that we have with him creates those moments that Hallelujah. we get. It's the moment that you walk into that intimacy with God is when you have that experience with him. It, it, like he's always there like I said but as the moment that we turn our awareness and we go into that intimate place with him something changes something changes that it, it's just different in Revelations back to Revelations chapter 1 <clears throat> in verse 12 in the beginning 
it says, when I turned to see who was speaking to me, I saw, when I turned to see who was speaking to me, right? So as I explained, he turned, he saw who it was. He completely went on the floor because he was having this amazing moment that he didn't even, I don't even know what he was doing, so I'm not even going to lie. On verse 17, it says, <clears throat> When I saw him, I fell at his feet as if I were dead. So, God was saying it is these intimate moments. So intimacy, it means a close, familiar, and usually affectionate or loving personal relationship with another person or group. Intimate, it means characterized by or involving warm friendship or a personally close or familiar association or feeling. And then it said an intimate greeting. So, all that that intimacy means and so much more that we just can't explain or see is exactly what the Father wants with you. It's exactly what he wants. And in that intimate moment that you are with him, things happen inside of you. Darkness comes to light. Because we have so many things in that dark box that some of us don't want to take out to light. See, but the Father has been speaking, he has been telling you that there is some little things that he wants to take away because they're still hurting you. Because they're still like creating this scar in your heart. And, and it's, it hurts to remember what happened. It hurts to remember those feelings. But God wants to take them away. So the best thing that we could do is just put them in the back and don't look at them and just keep on going forward. Yes, we love God, we praise God, we have an amazing moment with God, but it's still there and I ignore it because I don't want to deal with it because that's not me and all that, but it's still there and we don't give it to God for Him to be able to change it and to just get rid of it forever. Amen. And that's exactly what he wants. And that's exactly what happens in that moment of, of intimacy. Yes, it's beautiful. It's unicorns. It's rainbows. It's clouds. Like I always say, cotton candy, whatever you want to say. But we leave it there and we don't go back to take it out so that God can take it once and for all. In that moment of intimacy is when darkness comes to light. In that moment of intimacy is when darkness just completely goes away. Amen. If there's still some things that you're holding on to, they're going away today. Amen. They're going away today. And I know that there is, I'm still holding on to some stuff too, that we just need to let go once and for all. God loves you completely. He loves you more than anything. In John, let's go to John chapter 13. I'm going to finish shortly because what I want to do is I want to pray for you guys. Like always, right? Amen. But something needs to happen. Something has to happen. So verse 3, it says, Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and would return to God. 
So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you don't understand now what I am doing, but someday you will. No, Peter protested, you will never ever wash my feet. And Jesus replied, unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. See, we belong to him. Amen. We belong to Jesus. We belong to God. There's no way around it. If you're here today, you belong to him. See, you didn't come here thinking that you were going to leave the same. No. And if you did, well, newsflash, you're not going to leave the same. Okay? Oh, I'm sorry. You're not going to leave the same. See, because Jesus Christ left that throne to come and get dirty with our sins and die in the cross and suffer all that pain for you. Man. to have intimate moments like these. And if you still don't know what intimacy really looks like, we're about to show you what intimacy looks like. Kevin, can you help me? God has a beautiful throne. And he could decide to stay there. Kevin yesterday said that choosing something, that choice is power. Well, God chooses to love you. He doesn't have to love you, but He chooses to love you. And I need you to understand that. So, put all your stuff to the side or under your chair. God, God is here. And He's about to change you forever. So, either you open that box or He will. But they're going to go away. Johnny? You guys trust me? Amen. Yes. Lisa, you trust me? Amen. Yeah. He's madly in love with you. He loves you. He chooses to love you. And the Father is sitting at his throne. Okay? The Father is sitting at his throne. And the sun is shining around. And the Father is there looking at us. And he sees that box that just needs to come out. knows that he's madly in love with you. 
are some things that he wants to take away. There are some things that he just wants to, to take them and never bring them back to you. He doesn't want you to feel pain. He doesn't want you to feel sad. He doesn't want you to feel depressed. He doesn't want you to feel oppressed. He wants you to feel loved because he loves you. God loves you. God loves you. And what the Father does is that the Father sees his child. And the Father stands up. And the Father comes down on his throne. The Father is there. Let your 
yourself go. It's time. It's the moment. It's right now. He's been chasing you. He's been after you for that moment of intimacy to tell you how much he loves you. <laughs> These are the moments that matter. These are the moments that he desires to have with you. This is why Walks 